Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. This is the Igloo Review, YSU Sports at its finest, talking local stuff, national things, YSU, everything in between. Uh, I would like to welcome in uh, today's audience. Well, today's guests, excuse me, we have Brian Yager. This guest? I mean, like, I'm sometimes. A, I'm a co-host. Well, you're, you're always here. I apologize. F- sorry. When we start over? Yeah. No, do, the, do the theme song again. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna you know, start all the way back over. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. Brian Yager, co-host over here to my right, Brent Bigelow on the mic, and then rotating the rotating chair. Yesterday, I mean, last week it was Josh Fitch, and now it is the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Hayes. How are you today? Oh, how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I don't. I was sick last week. I would have been here, but you know. Yeah, I don't. Want, I didn't want to get. You know, we're in a small room. I didn't want to get <laughs> the whole sports staff ill. Yeah, that'd be bad. Nobody wants that. If everybody got sick, who would write these stories? I know that I means Jogger would work. have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he was at a couple games this weekend. We had a long weekend of basketball. Oh, that was, a great! It was a fantastic weekend, though. It was so good. Looking back, I don't regret it. It was fantastic. No, I really wish I could have been there for all four games instead of just the two. Yeah, because like. Your your one of your favorite players, Quiz, Darius Quisenberry goes off for thirty seven points on Saturday. Unreal! And just announced like two minutes ago, three straight freshman First, of the week. Man, man, oh man, ridiculous! He's, is there, is there he's a freshman so of the year award? If not, they're gonna make one. They better make one. Yeah, that's because a good question. They if, better make one. Hey, turn, mute your computer over there. I hear dinging. Robert Hayes. Mute your computer. You're you're fine. I'm just letting you know. It is. If muted. there's an award, oh, he, I hear he, dunk. he has it locked. Yeah, there's no. Do you think he? Who's going to win like Horizon League player of the? Of the do you, do you think he's up for? Probably. Oh that? wait, do they do oh, that? Oh wait, the kid from Detroit Mercy's a freshman. He's really good. Yeah. Ah. He's averaging like twenty. Dang it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that guy's a that guy's a freak. I saw I saw the statistic where like he's in the top three all time for freshman both made three point shots. I think Curry's ahead of him, and I don't know the other guy that's ahead of him is like a NBA player, and he's only like ten fifteen behind from breaking the all time NCAA threes record for a freshman. So yeah, these they're some fantastic players. Uh, YSU's future is looking really bright. Like we were talking about last show, um, three. Of the starters for the Ross uh, for YSU are freshmen, and the other two are sophomores. Um, Garrett Covington did not play in the last game because he had a concussion on Friday, mm-hmm. which was um yeah no Thursday was that th- Thursday yeah he got hurt on Thursday and uh, he didn't play on Saturday it was very scary at the time he was right in front of me he fell he originally fell like on the far side of the court got up told the ref he was okay he's like I'm all right like, I can still go um, he hit his head pretty good. He hit it pretty good. He got up, went and played defense, but you just tell it in his face like he wasn't he wasn't doing okay. And then he got up, kind of walked baseline, I mean, uh, on the sideline towards like right in front of me, and you could tell like, he looked pale. He was pale like a ghost. He uh, it was a combination between a little bit of dehydration and some uh, concussion like uh, symptoms. So uh, he was not playing. Um, but very scary. His mom was there. Fortunately, that she was actually at that game and she was able to go to the locker room and like. Help take care of her kid, which is a it's a very nice thing to see. Uh, nice thing to see, just because you know not often you have your your parents at your high, your college games. So good for him. He's been playing great. One of the leaders, like I was saying, on uh, sophomore Nasbo Hannon's been doing a lot of stuff. Not with the ball, stat wise, 
he's having a so-so season, but he's a, definitely a strong leader on that team. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, fantastic couple games for the men. Extending the winning streak to six games. First time since 1997-98. How old were you when that happened? I was one or or two, depending on which yeah. year. Mo- I mean, most of the players now weren't even born. Yeah, no, they weren't born. Yeah. I asked Quiz during that, like for, during the po- uh, post game. He's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "I wasn't born yet." But that's 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 ridiculous. Quiz, his game uh, that was the most that a freshman scored since uh, 1979. Yeah, 37. Why is he Division Two then? Still, yes, correct? they were D one, I believe, in '82 or '83. Okay. Either Roselli's last year or the year after him. So yeah, they were still D two. The all time record, I believe, is 44, held by Jeff Covington, 74, 75 for a freshman. Um, but the thing with Quisenberry is that he he got a lot of those points just driving to the basket drawing fouls. I mean, he made, I think he went up to the free throw line, I think 16 or 18 yeah. times. He went, he went yeah. 14 for 16 from which the is, line. Which is amazing that he's able to do that. He was able to to get UIC in foul trouble. They were having foul difficulty all game. I know they had a dude foul out, but they, they were in foul trouble. They got into the bonus real early in the second half. I think with maybe... It was early. Yeah, early. it was early in the second half. They had one guy foul out and two guys with four fouls. Yeah. It was close. They almost got three guys to foul out in this game. Like, Quid just went to – he took it to the hoop, like Russell Westbrook style. Didn't care regardless for his own body. He was going trying to get some layups and go to the line if he got if he got fouled. I mean, and he's not a big dude either. No, so. he's not. He's not a big guy. I mean, what would you say, 6'3"? Uh, I, I just six, four? I interviewed him last week. I would say he's about 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. Yeah, he's not a big guy. He's got he's got some muscle and like a build to him, but he's not he's not big. Thing is that he gets a lot of assists too. I mean, him and Bohan and, and Covington, you were just talking about leadership. Uh, when those three guys are on the court, you could just tell the way they're communicating with the other players. And Quisenberry for a freshman, a true freshman, to show the maturity that he's shown, it, it's amazing just the way to see how those guys when they started the season to now the way they've all grown up, the way they're cohesive as a team now. And look. When it comes to basketball or it comes to any sport, it's not necessarily the team that's always the best. It's the team that's hottest. And I think YSU's coming hot at the right time, right? You know, the horizon, if you look at the standings, it's so close from, I believe, three all the way down to seven. It, you know, there's only a game or two that separates a lot of these teams. So Youngstown State, just a few weeks ago, they were just fighting to get into the playoff. Now they're fighting for a potential home home game in the first round so it's exciting it's stupid it is it's, listen if if you would have brian and i were talking about this before mike if you would have told me that why issue both the men's and women's team were going to win all four games this weekend i would have laughed in your face there's no way but you know what with weekends like this you can't take it for granted no nope. very rarely does something like that go perfectly well and, and i think you just have to appreciate the moment and enjoy it especially if the big win over Green Bay, the first one since 2014. Uh, you had Donnell Cathcart hit a game-winning shot on Thursday against IUPUI. I mean, it was just an exciting weekend. Uh, the ladies, they had a dominating performance against Milwaukee on Sunday. You had four great games. And let's talk about the crowd. Listen, the the UIC game, that atmosphere was great Saturday night. Oh, it was kids' night. There was a lot of people there. They were getting into the game. It was unbelievable. Even the, the women had a had a reasonable size crowd on Friday evening against Green Bay. It was exciting. It was nice to see the fans come out and support both the men's and the women's basketball teams. And look, they're both playing well right now. This is a great product. 
uh, and I know the men have one more game on the 2nd of March against Cleveland State at 6 o'clock. If you have the opportunity to come out and see this team, they deserve your support. And look, it's a good entertaining product. Cleveland's a fun team to watch. Cleveland's not that far away, everybody. No, and It's not that far. The women's team, you'll have one last chance to see them at least. They did clinch a home tournament game. Yes, they yep. did. They will have a, they were, they are going to have a home playoff game. It's very exciting. I can't like I I can't wait. So this weekend, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go to as many of these away games as I can this weekend in Northern Kentucky, uh, uh, Wright State, and in Cleveland for the men's, women's, any of them. Yeah. I can go to any of these games to cover them. I'm I can't wait because oh. it's a great product. Like you're saying, I've cleared yeah. my schedule to cover the women's team. Is it is it official? Are you, you going to be there with me? I'm going to go to Wright State with you. Heck yeah, that's breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. Brian Yager, sports editor of the, the Jam Bar, will be. In Dayton, it's make gonna, sure you bring some paper, yeah. get some autographs. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Oh, for, time. Oh, for me, I yeah, thought for you, you. I thought you meant me bring some paper for no, to no, get no, autographs. for your for for you, so people can come and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's Brian Yager, because your ego. Needs, oh yeah, 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 exactly. I'll be up on Cleveland State <laughs> on the second for the women's game too. As will we. Um, but the, speaking of Cleveland State, last time I was up there it was the men's team. That was the last time they lost. <laughs> that and was it, horrendous. It, it was strange because. You know, they, they, they got down real early in the first half. They put up, I think, 72 shots in that game, uh, turned the ball over a lot, just didn't play well. And there was this feeling after that game, you know, it almost felt like a must-win scenario. You were in the ninth seed, and there was this feeling like, oh, no, that 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 was a game that you didn't want to lose. You shouldn't have lost, but you did. But you know what? They turned it around. Perhaps something clicked after that loss, and now they've gone on a six-game winning streak and put themselves, I believe they're tied for fourth right now in the horizon. Um, there, there's a lot of ties. I believe two teams are tied for third. I believe two teams are, like I said earlier, it's so close. But the, the turnaround that they've had since that last game at Cleveland State, it, it's it's amazing and it's remarkable to see such a young team mature and grow all at the same all at all at one time. And it, it's it's fun. It's a great time to be a fan of Youngstown State basketball. And it's the same thing with the women's team. They're just a great team uh, as one cohesive piece. And it's amazing for them because they only have nine active players. And two don't even play that often. Yeah, so, so really they only play seven. They're really rolling seven deep, and to do what they've done is outstanding. It is. Regardless Just, of where they make it in the tournament, if they make it to the WNIT, if they make it to the big dance, no ma- they it can't be said enough how well they've done. And yeah. the, the, men, the men right now are the seventh seed, I believe. I'm looking at it right now on the standings. For uh, eighteen nineteen, it says there's, so. There's Northern Kentucky, Wright State, Green Bay, UIC, Oakland, and Youngstown State, right there. Yeah, but aren't they? They're tied with. There's a bunch of ties, so you. you I don't think they're the same. There's seven. so they're yeah. So Green Bay has an eight and six record. UIC eight and six. Oakland eight and seven. And uh, Youngstown with eight and seven record. Yeah, as so well. we're technically tied for. Fourth. Yeah, so it's we're we're in there. It, it, yeah. it, it looks it doesn't look as good even when you look at the standings, but. Because everybody's so neck and neck right now, it's really up in the air. And then for the women, the things for the women, they're There's, up, up there. They're they're all by themselves in second place, a half game behind Wright State. Yep, I'm pulling it up right now to tell you. So that yeah. Wright State game we're going to be at is big time, big, huge, big time, big big time, big huge. Yeah, but yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be fantastic. It's some great, great basketball. And then like just to kind of for fun to talk about the atmosphere. Um, of the the UIC game for the yeah. men, correct? Uh, like you said, it was Kids Day. The Hubbard Eagle was there. The guy is a legend. 
Uh, he was like doing the Fortnite dances with the uh, the kids for the for kids night. It was great. You can guys check out the video um, on the uh, Twitter page, and I think I have it on the Facebook page as well. So uh, yeah, make sure you check that out. That should uh, get some good stuff there. Uh, they they had a bunch of mascots there. They had, like the mascot from the Can't Charge and Scrappy from the Mahoney Valley Scrappers, and all the mascots went out. Oh, the Chick Fil A cow was there. Uh, all the mascots went out at halftime. I've, I've done that once. I've, I've been in a cow costume so many times in my life. Not that sp- uh, specific one. Are you sure? Oh, it, it might have been. It was pretty dirty looking. I think it was the same one. Cause the one we had, it was, it was worn out. It was probably yellow. Like, <laughs> the fur to it. It was pretty gross. I mean, my mom's probably listening. She can contest. Her and I both worked there at the same time. Um, it was It was gross. But it, it was <laughs> it was funny to see all the mascots kind of playing basketball at halftime. There was kind of a, a really surreal thing about all these mascots playing basketball. I think there was the, the Struthers Wildcats were yeah, there's, there. There's two of them. Yeah, there, there was there was a pair mascots. of them. Why didn't somebody bust out the Penny costume is beyond me. Penny's like MIA. I don't know where she's at. She showed up to renew her vows for her wedding. And that's it. And went MIA. That's that should be up. a story. Where's Where's Pete hiding Penny? Didn't, who who ran the story? I don't know if it was one of the sports guys. I think it might have been in the fall. Somebody talked about what happened to the original Pete the Penguin, the actual mascot. The, they used to have an actual – back in the 40s and the 50s, they had an actual penguin that was on loan, I believe, from the Pittsburgh Zoo or the Cleveland Zoo. Yeah, no, there was a real penguin here and, on campus Yeah, somewhere. and there was a few of them, but the first one, like, went missing or something, and I don't know how you could just lose a penguin. Because <laughs> they used to have it in a cage on campus or something, and it went missing, and they, they like, tried to find the body, and they never found it. Somebody in the jam bar did a piece on it back in the fall. Yeah, I'm not going to question your expertise on Youngstown. I believe you. Oh, I'm full of but a bunch ridiculous. of useless knowledge. That that's... It's not useless, man. We Guys like us, we appreciate it. Youngstown's got some history, man. I, I appreciate the things that you do. And all of that. I just want to know who stole the penguin and That's what I kept want to it know. in their basement. That's right. I want to know how the penguin's doing. If who it's had a... a pet penguin? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because it used to be on display uh, in camp- on the campus where Probably... students could go and like – Was oh, it in Kilcally Center? I would think that's where they would it, keep it. It was somewhere – this might have been even before Kilcally was built. But there, there's <laughs> been two or three Pete the Penguins, but I think the very first one just went – just vanished into thin air. So they were questioning, did somebody steal it? But um, So the original Pete. I'm, I'm sorry, but you just went. He got kidnapped. I mean, um, they had a penguin here. I think just for one game several years ago, but they haven't. They never had a live penguin since probably the '60s or the '70s. But there's funny pictures in like the the neon yearbooks of of a guy running around with like the football stadium <laughs> at Rain Stadium with a penguin with a on a leash pet. like a dog. And then there's like there's like pictures from Beagley Center back in the '70s with a little penguin on, on at the baseline of the basketball arena. <laughs> Some guy has it on a leash. Yeah, I mean that had to be some kind of cool job being the the caretaker, the penguin the, the that penguin, had to walk the penguin. You're the penguin wrangler. Uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about some YSU baseball. They had a <laughs> a rough spell in uh, Mississippi State. Um, they, they they had the privilege to play their brand new baseball park in Mississippi State, but uh, it was not a very kind stay. No. They um they got whooped. Game one, they had a three zero lead, and mm-hmm. in the sixth inning, yeah, the it was looking inning. good. It was looking really good. No, we were watching a bit of the game, and it, it looked fine. Then we shut it off when the basketball game started. And, if we go, and we go we, back. And... We, re- we refresh it, and it was 14-3. to three. <laughs> It's at the top of the seventh. Yeah. It was, it was bad. So, bad. Mississippi State obviously had a bit, big inning. Yeah. But, I mean, to get, to get 3-0 up on the 15th-ranked team in the country. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that's for sure. Plus, you get you get paid to go down there too, and it, it's I don't know how much they got. It's like a baseball money game. Yeah, it's a money game. Like we're going down to play Florida State, uh, and I think in a few weeks or something. So, I mean, it's nice. Uh, a few of our guys did a couple of home runs, uh, which is nice. We, I mean, we made some great plays defensively, and, and uh, but it's an experience thing. Um, and that's kind of just the reality of it. Uh, softball does a similar thing where they go down south in the first month of the season and play a bunch of um, different games. But it's just weird to me that baseball is back to, yeah, to be it's watching quick. baseball. It's, look, it's, look, it's currently snowing here. Oh, I know. It's, uh, that's, it's definitely baseball season. Yeah, that's why all the teams are down south right now. But like you're saying, uh, YSU did play Mississippi uh, Mississippi State in three games. First game they lost uh, three to fourteen. The second one they lost two to fourteen, and then they uh, got blanked eight zero on Saturday. And then also they will be playing Florida State the twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely watch those games on ESPN Plus and all of those awesome things at Youngstown Sports. That that new YSN service, YSN. They're going to be broadcasting Your sports network. The games are here at home. But if they're going to broadcast a few of the Florida State games as well. I have no idea. I don't know about that. I could be wrong. They might be. I'm That'd be cool. That'd be good for them. Fairly go certain that? they are. I, hey, listen, as, as a guy that does call some of the games for YSN, I've, I did all the uh, uh, <laughs> the, the South Range um, boys basketball games this year. Um, no, I, I, I'm not going to be doing those. I'm uh, actually going to be calling the some of the softball games for the women this year. So once that starts up in March when they start playing home games, that's that's what I'll be doing with my time. Yes, their first broadcast is Friday, February the 22nd in Tallahassee, uh, Florida, all where right. they will begin a three-game series of Florida State, and then they're going to broadcast all of the home games at Eastwood Field as well. Speaking right. of baseball, DJ Yokely. Brent is is rocking the nice South Range jersey here. Yeah, jersey, jersey watch here. We talked about Brian's uh, awesome Timberwolves jersey last week, but now he's has no, has nothing. He's wearing a janitor shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing a uh, wearing a nice teal V neck, courtesy of uh, probably like the dollar store or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I got this. I got this jersey. You know, jersey watch here on the Igloo Review um, for like five bucks or whatever. At uh, they're selling them at like at the school. I went for like actually for like a YSN meeting, and they're like, "Hey, we're selling jerseys. Do you want one?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want one. I don't have a baseball jersey. In fact, I have like you know uh, an actually worn like worn in, broken. I'm missing a few buttons, but." It's okay. You can't notice it unless I po- point it out like I just did. Speaking of jerseys, <laughs> I have to express some disappointment. Uh-oh. They always have the rummage sale in January and February yeah, each year. what the heck? Where, where is that? Because that's where you get, like, YSU basketball game-worn jerseys that's, for, like, ten bucks. I can't wait. Like, that's I'm what I'm looking for. for. Yeah. We've been waiting for it. They they might have it at one of the baseball games, which I think they did a few years ago. At as, the as baseball a, game? Well, yeah, because they had it at the last – there was one year, the last time Ohio State came here, they had the rummage sale at the Ohio State YSU game at Eastwood Field. So it's possible they did it again because they'll know there'll be a ton of people there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We Make need to uh, we need to figure that out because I'm I'm gonna buy a jersey. We'll go we'll go to yeah. work it. We're gonna go work that game, whatever day that is. Rob, I want you to find that out. That's your one and only job for this week. Is that's, that's your that's your story. <laughs> that's your assignment. For this week. That, find out when the rummage to find sale the is. rummage sale. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I need is more YSU stuff hanging up in my closet. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's nothing wrong with that, man. YSU's got some great stuff. Listen, I, I've worked for the football team for five years. I have you've more got the... than my share of <laughs> gear. Oh goodness! Yeah, just a little bit, a little bit of background information. Everybody knows what Brian does. We talk about it before. He works for like the Tribune and uh, writes stories for them. A lot of uh, like. Talks about high school sports for them mainly, so he's been busting his butt um, covering uh, basketball for like Bristol and 
all those schools out that way. I'll be going up to Badger again Friday. Yeah, so he that's what he does. Rob over here takes pictures. He does a lot of stuff. Yes. What, what, so what all do you take pictures for? I know you have a lot on the on the resume. So I started off with the football team back in 2014 doing video, and I'm still on the video staff there recording practices and such. And I started taking pictures this fall. I went out and bought a camera. Uh, I shoot for all the athletics. I give all my pictures. A lot of them are used for social media purposes on the uh, Youngstown State University Sports website. Um, but besides when I'm not shooting sports, uh, I just recently started working for the Tribune as a stringer, so I'll be doing stuff for them. So buy newspapers. <laughs> keep keep <laughs> me and paper. Brian, you know. In business. Yeah, keep us yes. employed. Yes, please. So uh, we'll have a backup plan. What games can people find you at this week? What are you covering? I will be at the Newton Falls girls game this evening. I will be at a Warren JFK girls home playoff game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going up to Matthews for a varsity game mm-hmm. on uh, Friday. Have fun with Matthews. It's a rough one. It's like yeah. 10 minutes from my house. I mean, not everyone's talking about it. It's, you know. it's a pretty poo-poo, poo-poo place. It's, 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 it's very, a little rough. very old. It's but outdated. It, it, it's, you guys call it old and outdated. I say it has character. Okay. It so. definitely has character. Oh, there's a lot of character, they call it. There's a sign when you walk in the gym <laughs> up, up on with, with the stage – there's a stage there. It's one of those type of gyms where there, it has like a stage. <laughs> His face. Oh, so so this is like, I th- th- there was a gym like that. Well, I, I went to Liberty and EJ Blot, which was built in like the '50s, had a gym like that where like yeah, there, there was a stage. So this is a stage in the varsity gym. Yes. Oh, this is this gets better yeah, by the by the moment. There's a stage where they put the student section. The student section is yes. on the stage, and there's a big sign that says "Welcome to the shoebox." This is fantastic. <laughs> oh, it. Honestly, if I if the gym didn't have such a green glow to it that made my pictures come out terrible, it it's a fun place to watch a basketball game. Well, you could always fix the white balance in the uh, well, light be room. Some, ooh, it's tough. You no, know, it's pretty me, bad. I I tried. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna test your professional skills. I'm with also the camera. going to be uh, Thursday. Is gonna be the pack indoor track championship, which is that's a D three. It's the president's athletic conference it's a d3 bunch of colleges i'll be shooting for one of the schools there is why is she running in that one or are they just no hosting? it's division three colleges so they're just hosting yeah okay. they're just hosting it and then but if you want to go see the ysu track team this saturday and sunday is the horizon league indoor track championship starting Heck at yeah. 9 a.m and uh, both the men's and the women's indoor track teams are looking to defend their their titles uh if you have an opportunity to come out to that come there's some Fantastic athletes on both the men's and the women's side for indoor potential track teams. Olympic runner Chad Zalo. Listen, he he he's an athletic freak, and when you see him in person running, you you could see his veins almost pop out of his skin. But it, it, it's incredible, really. It is. He just ran at the Melrose Games a few weeks ago, which was nationally televised. And yeah. a few of the people he beat were former Olympians. Uh huh. He so, came in third place. Yeah, third place against, against people, Olympic runners. Yeah, against people from the United States Unreal. and Canada. So that there's that's. Good for him, though. That's amazing to see uh, a kid from Yikestown State do that. He is also a local product. He is a graduate of Warren JFK. Well, JFK. Yes. Huh? Not, not Harding. Yeah. Sorry, dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. But. Uh, so since we're on the topic of high school sports and all that, like we were, um, is there any like high school games that are like worth watching right now, like with basketball kind of kicking in? I know because I know you're covering some games. I know you're covering one of the girls' playoff games, but you're you're new to the game for high school. This is so my second week yeah, working you're, for them. So. Yeah, you're not quite in the, in the loop. I would more probably defer more to Brian on this too. Yeah. I mean, he's covering Newton Falls girls, which that's that's a fun team to watch. 
I don't know if there's a coach at that level that I respect more than Newton Falls coach Mark Baker. Um, I'm doing the Harding Maslin game uh, tomorrow night. That's going to be exciting. And Friday, like I said, I'm going up to Badger once again. Um, the long trek to yes, Badger. The I, I actually <laughs> it's it's a 30 minute drive. I, I timed it the other day. Um, but yeah, I'm going up there for their tournament game when they play Southington, I believe. I think it's Southington. We'll we'll, we'll say it's Southington. For well, right yeah, now. we're gonna pretend it's Southington. Yeah, I uh, since like I said, I do call games for YSN. I will not be covering any of the playoff games for them because they are charging media people, and then that hikes up the price for everything for all of the schools. So like that's like sixty bucks for South Range, sixty bucks for everybody else, and. They're kind of new starting out, so I would not be covering any of those uh, the events. But I'm going to try my best because I don't really don't have too much going on this uh, this week for any of these games. So I might have to check out one of these games. Which one? I don't know. Come to Harding Maslin tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'll come, see what I can do. Come to uh, uh, shoot. <laughs> come, come to, to one of them just to see me. I, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go, go to, find go to his games. Go, 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 go to you. the JFK game on Wednesday. I actually covered them last week, and they're they're a pretty fun team to watch. They I kind of want to go to this Mustang place. They, they, I, I want to well, see, see the shoe box. I want to see the shoe that's box. That's on Friday. But, oh, if, if uh, Friday. That's we have a, one of the women's Warren games. Warren JFK has a girl that dropped, I think, 35 on East last Wednesday. and she She's a junior, and she already scored her 1,000th career point. So um, that JFK team was pretty fun. But, I mean, I, I only watched one game, so that's such a small sample size. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Matthews, that's like 10 minutes from my house, too, which is fantastic. So, yeah, that, that'll that be interesting to walk into the I've, – I've just heard some interesting comments about that place. So, we'll we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, of course. We're, I'm going to try to find out – I'm going to try to pull up some of these tournament games to tell you some of the uh, the times for it. But, yeah, high school athletics, man, are great, especially when it's like high like quality content and everything. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check that out. I'm going to steal a quote from Brian over here. <laughs> we, we listen. We, we get paid to watch sports and write about it, and there's nothing better in the world than than that. You get paid to watch sports and just write about it and take take pictures. I mean, it's a good deal. Can't beat it. It's the best job in the world, ladies and gentlemen. You can't tell me wrong. So I'm still trying to find this because you know the OHSAA doesn't want you to find anything on their website. It's pretty horrendous what are you looking for i'm trying to I find i already have the website pulled oh, up so come on man i'm trying to find the uh, uh girls tournament stuff girls tournaments are underway okay and let's see the schools we're talking about would be about d3 or d4 so so people know what games they go to yes we have up on there's mineral ridge and burton berkshire on wednesday um a lot of the teams from around here are waiting on their, on who they're going to face. Yeah. How Winter, did uh, my alma mater, Liberty, do this year? I don't know if anyone. Uh, the, the girls' team is pretty good. I cover the girls' team quite a bit. How their varsity team do? Um, like the boys' team? Or? Yeah. Oh, the boys' team didn't do that well. Oh. Yeah, they didn't. Come on, I see, man. So, I see some things don't change over time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, what, else, what else is out there you guys want to talk about? We talked some high. We talked some YSU. Talked some high school. I mean, want to just dip into the stories? Yeah, let's go into these stories that we have planned for. Like we had, like, we had from last week and stuff that's coming up soon in, in this week's paper. We were, where do you want to start? Start. Want me to start? So you're the, you're the host. All right, we're going to start with uh, the stuff from last week. So last week, um, the week before last week, actually, it was the 
a signing day press conference uh, where they announce all the players and stuff that YSU is going to be um, uh, adding to their team when it comes to uh, walk-on scholarship players and uh, just overall a lot of a lot of local guys. What, what's the number? Is like eleven local guys in the, in the out of the class, or what I, do I you didn't, think? I didn't actually include that, but it's I would say about eight, nine, or ten that they added from around here. It was a, a counting, lot counting transfers and all that. Yeah. A, a lot of local guys. It's very exciting to see. Uh, one that we they got one of the, probably one of the best players in the area when at quarterback, Mark Wade, of I would, course. I would say the best, the, the best, area. the best in the area. Um, some other high quality players. I really haven't got had the chance to dig into the sheet that they gave out. I went to the conference. I talked. We really didn't talk too much about um, the actual signees. We talked about football in itself, uh, how Bo Pelini's feeling on the season coming in, and uh, just a general conversation about football. So we talked. We talked a little bit about Carl Pelini coming into uh, into the team and organization. At the time, it wasn't completely finalized or anything. So what are you guys' thoughts on that? Are you guys excited that he's back? Do you think we get the, the whole family connection? I, I'm real excited. I think if you look back to when before he left, the way the team was defensively and compare it to after he left. Um, listen, Carl Pelini is a great coach. I've worked with him and everything. So. And he, he's a smart guy football-wise. The players really respect him. I think he has a lot of value and expertise to our football program. Between that, he spent a year at Bowling Green. Uh, they canned their head coach. He became the interim head coach for half a season. And uh, the boss is coming in. Uh-oh. I think we're in trouble. Do we do we let her in or no? Yeah, open the door. Let her in. What is? What do you want? I put some headphones on. I just wanted to say hello to the <laughs> Blue Review viewers. Thank you for listening to my wonderful sports sections podcast. Aw, thanks. Sorry, I sound like I'm dying. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Oh, well, on the last part of it, oh, sorry. On the last part of the last podcast, I don't know if anybody was listening to that one, but I was like, Brent, what do you always say? What do you always say at the end of it? Oh, journalism matters. Oh, yeah, I go, journalism matters. Yeah, I'm glad we have that on both shows now. <laughs> yeah, You're that makes welcome. sense. <laughs> have a great show, guys. Bye, Morgan. Thank go you. Sports. Woohoo. Thank you. Go sports. So that was fun. I'm glad she swung in here real quick. So before we were interrupted. <laughs> so Carl Pellini. Carl Pellini's back. Listen, he he adds a lot to our football <laughs> program. He's a smart guy. He he learned a lot at Bowling Green, and I think it'll be interesting how he's not a defensive coordinator this time around. He's going to be like a floater. He's going to be assisting on both sides of the ball. Uh, Coach Carmen Purcello took a job uh, with the New England Patriots, so it's a little yeah. real interesting little connection with the Patriots, how we have two players there and a coach and uh, listen, spring ball is going to be real interesting, especially you were just talking about for, for Marky Wade, because Nate Mays is actually hurt. He can't yeah. participate in spring practice. So looks and this He gets is a, a lot of reps. Time. Yep, he gets a lot of reps going into fall camp. And that's huge. I mean, he's here early, really. He should still technically be in high school. Well, I, I yeah. touched on he's it in the early. story that he's going to be getting reps. And yeah. He, he has a shot at the job. He does. I mean, but does he, though? But does he really? He has a shot. I mean, everybody has a shot on the roster. I, I would to say, start, he, but I would say he has more of a shot than saying they have a shot. But Hayes has been on this roster feels like for twenty years. Do you think he's he, he deserves a start over a freshman, a true freshman at that? 
That's I mean, not how sports works. Yeah, the, I know, but sometimes sometimes it goes into that. Sometimes here's one thing: not in football, and, maybe in hockey, but not in football. I, I mentioned I've been with the football team for several years. I my first season was the fall of 2014. And one thing with the football team is that we haven't had stability at quarterback due to injuries or whatever. Uh, when I first started off, it was Dante and Ania, and then halfway through my first season, Hunter Wells took over, and then some stuff happened. Then like. Uh, Hunter got hurt. Then, like, Ricky Davis was the starter. We had Trent Hosick starting games. We had Nate Mays as a starter. Like, we've had five or six different starters in, like, five different seasons. And that's not good for stability. You know, Marky Wade, if he could come in and take it as a freshman and be the quarterback for all four years, we haven't had uh, a quarterback come in and be the leader for three or four years, probably since Kurt Hess was here back in 2011, 2012. Because Hunter Wells, I mean, he had the spectacular playoff run in 2016, gets hurt in 2017, and uh, Ricky Davis was always hurt. He had issues of concussions, and I yeah, mean, he was a running quarterback. They, they, yeah. He takes a lot of shots. He was pretty yeah. pretty risky with his own with his own body. Actually, yeah. Ricky Davis just got a uh, head coaching job in high school, yeah, right down in Cincinnati, somewhere yeah, in that area. Down, yeah. He's yeah. on the water, I believe. Yep. But yeah, that's good for him. That's exciting for him because I did see that too. Yeah, he's that's young, man. Yeah, what is it? That's twenty six, twenty seven. He's not much older than we are. I want to say that. Yeah, he's, he's it, he might be twenty five. Jeez, I don't think no. He's maybe I don't know. I thought uh, uh, we'll, guys, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Dante Nani at some point he he went and played football in Australia for a year or two. I don't know whatever happened to him after that. But uh, it, listen, it, it, it's real interesting the whole quarterback scenario, the whole team. I think we're going to be an improved team next year. I think going forward, they learned a lot of lessons last year. So um, listen, but we shouldn't be talking about football. Let's. Listen, it's still too early to be talking about football. We we haven't even gotten through. But we love football. It's it's everybody's favorite sport. All right, wait, real real quick thing. Everyone says it's a football town and everything, but uh, there was a few interesting quotes that were made over the weekend. Darius Quisenberry said his pro skating press conference he wants to turn Youngstown into a basketball town, and look, it's working. I, I have nothing wrong with that mentality. That's that's the type of mentality they should have. Oh, that that it's an uphill battle, but I'm for it. I. You said in the beginning of the season, you're like, man, I'd rather have. Oh, yeah, I'd rather have YSU be like like Butler to where Butler's making tournament runs every year and all that. And their their football team can still do some damage. Apparently. Yeah. but <laughs> As they beat us this year. Yeah. Oh, but goodness. when you think Butler, you think of them as a basketball school. I'd love for YSU to have that. There's a interesting history of basketball at Youngstown State going back to Rob knowing. A little bit. I'm about, ready, man. I'm no, ready. Knowing, knowing everything about nothing. Uh, back, if you look back when Beagley first opened, they would routinely get sellout crowds of like six thousand people. There was a point in time where YSU was a basketball school because if you look back, uh, they were good in football back in the '40s and the '50s. In the '60s, they were bad. Ron Jaworski. If you look as much as we talk about him and how the success he had, he won like ten games here over like three years. The, like the football program was bad. Bill Narduzzi came in, fixed it, took us to a championship in 79 D2. He helped fund the construction for Stanbaugh Stadium. He ended up getting canned at some point. But really, until Trestle came and it started a dynasty, YSU's football program was not that good. It was maybe mediocre at best. I mean, Narduzzi made some progress. But the basketball program, if you look, we made the D2 tournament several times back back in the oh, yeah. 60s and the 70s. You can see the banners up at Beagley right now. Yeah. It's like a, they would trade decades. I think we're in a weird time where they're both trying to fight for the spotlight. Yeah. The 
not to, not to discredit the men, I mean the uh, the football team. They just haven't had a good couple of years. I mean, the, yeah, they're not that far away removed from the national yeah. championship game, but they got let's be real, they got lucky into that game. There's some ridiculous catch by Kevin Rader making it that far in Wash in Eastern Washington, going to the national championship, losing to James Madison. We're not that far away removed from that. But now that the both both basketball teams are playing like this. It's going to be tough because even Bo predicted yeah. like a national championship appearance this year. Does that is that actually going to happen? Could we have three teams? Three you know, teams I, I, I like I like games? the mentality though. I like the attitude. Yeah. That's the type of attitude any athlete or coach should have. Uh, but I mean, there, there's been some success even with the women's basketball team on a historic level. If you look at their, during the '90s, they used to win the conference all the time. Before they joined the Horizon, they made the NCAA tournament several times. I believe one year they might have even made to the round of 32. They 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 won the first round game. So um, there's some historic success there for the women's basketball program as well. But the reality of the football program is, look, ever since Trussell left, which was 18 years ago, you made the playoff twice. And people say, well, why is she a football school? That That's just an unfortunate reality. Um, so hopefully they can turn it around. But, you know, this is a great time for the basketball teams, both of them, the men and the women's teams, to really take the hearts of some of the fans around here. And, look, I, I would love to see Beagley get some capacity crowds. Um, it would be really nice. It would be a nice change of things. If I, they can find their way into the NCAA tournament, I would not be surprised to see a, not standing room only, but standing room only. Oh, yeah. Oh, get, my goodness. I can't wait. Well, there's some. I mean, next year you have West Virginia coming here. They're going to play a yeah, game and, down at Cavelli. Yeah, at Cavelli. I see. I was going to bring that up in the post game because he brought. Of, I didn't even think about because he was talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, he's like we're playing some high quality like, contenders," and I was like, "That's that's a, that's a real thing, right?" Against Western Reserve. Oh. Uh, watch your phone. You're freaking out. The, yeah, West the Virginia is. That's. I mean, they're and they're coming top, here. They're a top quality team, and to bring that here, that's. I mean that's good basketball. They want to bring a tournament here to a non-conference, yes, sort of tournament sometime next year, which would be huge. The tournament that like that YSU went to in December. Yeah, yeah they, they play like FIU, MIT, Fort Ham, and Columbia. Is that, that's MIT. Is that what you were saying? That is that, is that the acronym? No, mid, mid majors. Oh, it, um, it's called like an exempt tournament or yeah. something like that. And there's different. There, you could do like a bracket style tournament. You could yeah. do like there's there's like a whole like rule book on what's allowed and what's not allowed I'm and not really it's just giving YSU more and better competition and yeah. that's what you want as a coach you want to be able to push your players and if I mean bringing West Virginia here and possibly bringing a tournament here next season and that could put butts in seats that's gonna put yeah. I mean West Virginia's gonna put butts in seats because yeah. they have a kid that's from Harding that, that's not that far they're gonna come up here yeah Derek Ward. Culver yeah, from, Warren Harding people are going to yes. show up for this game. Yep. They're going to—it's going to force them to come to the yeah. game, whether they like it or not. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, you know something happens in this community that sparks a fire under their butts and wants to put their own butts in these seats to watch these boys and these women play. Well, they—they they used to get pretty good crowds back when Kendrick Perry was was here, and Butler at one point in time used to be in the Horizon. They would draw a crowd. So there's a precedent, yeah, a, a modern precedent, as in a last, you know within the last 10 years of fans coming and selling out bigly. So uh, I think it's an exciting time to be a fan. And the thing with that men's basketball team, they're losing one guy and that's it. Noah Annabur the only graduating senior. Everyone else is an underclassman. I think Devin Morgan, you still, uh, Devin he's, Morgan he's a has junior. one year left. Yeah. So he only has one year left, but Covington, Bohannon, Quisenberry. The entire starting five yeah. is staying John for Sally. three, two, three years. Yeah. 
that it's exciting. And the women's team has a lot of youth too. I mean, listen, the reality is that it's going to be hard to replace Cash, Smolinski, and Trimmer. Those are Heck three yeah. solid yeah. players. <laughs> yeah. But you have two girls that were hurt, missed all year, so they got a year of experience. They were redshirted. Uh, you have two transfers that are going to be eligible next year. One girl, I don't know. Emma Van, I don't know how to Emma pronounce. Emma Van Sant. I think yeah, I she, she's like I don't know how to pronounce. She's like six foot four or something, and she's like kind of muscular. Too. Oh yeah, like, no, she's gonna, she could be good. Yeah, yeah, and that that post is going to be just as good. And she has two years of eligibility left. So there you have your replacement for Sarah Cash, and and you have Mary Dunn, Mary Mary Dunn, and then uh, Chelsea Olson, the the Cholson one. Yeah, was yeah. Chelsea Olson and McKenna Peters are both sophomores. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, you're going to have a new freshman. You're going to have more freshmen coming yes. in next year. Uh, Chickway, I believe, is a redshirt freshman. I think so. I, yeah, that sounds right. So, and she's good for, like, she won't necessarily score. She'll put some a good lot. minutes in on defense but, and yeah, she'll get, get rebounds like, and no, stuff. Eight, nine rebounds. Yeah. She does, like, in a she sense. Does she does the dirty work. Yeah. Yeah, she does, like, the stuff like Nazba Hannon would do. He get They both work, and they, they don't really put up stats. But they are very useful. They set screens. They get the ball. Yeah. They pass it efficiently, and it's just one of those like a, a important piece to the entire team's puzzle. Something that you don't see in the box store box score, but boy, it, it sure reflects in the final outcome of some of these games. Heck yeah, man! I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited for this weekend. I'm going to be driving. I'm going to put some serious miles on my Acura. I can't. I cannot wait. Oh goodness! What else do we want to talk about? We have we have like ten minutes. Nine nine minutes uh-huh. now. We could talk some more. I was going to say, want to stick on the women's basketball train? I was Absolutely. Say, I, I, what do you want to talk I about? I was doing you're, a piece the... on the women's soccer team, how their spring schedule is starting out, if we want to. I know I know. Brian loves soccer. We, so. need, we need to talk uh, softball, too. We didn't talk softball yet. That's starting up as well, but they also have a Softball didn't start. play this weekend. But they have played some games, though. Yes, they did play four games. Game three or four games. I have I have the, the uh, schedule right here. So they lost to East Carolina, uh, eleven to four. They lost to Townsend eight uh, eight nothing. That was only in six innings. Um, and they lost to Miami of Ohio, uh, six nothing as well. And then uh, USC Upstate. I don't know where that's at. South um, Carolina. Is yeah. it South Carolina? South Carolina Upstate. That's where they the, played the, the games Spartans. At. It's the Spartan Classic. They lost two uh, one in that game. So they got no hit in that game too. The, the yeah. one run scored, I believe, was on a walk and an error or something like that. Really? Oh, goodness. Uh, but you know what? It, it's they, it's early. Yeah. It's if you so look at early. them, they always start slow early in the season. But uh, it, it's difficult for those northern teams because you never get to practice outside. You're stuck practicing in some sort of indoor facility. Yeah, they're, they're stuck in the watts. Ultimately, when it, when it comes time for some games to be played here and for conference play to come around, I think th- they'll turn it around, both the baseball and the softball teams. It, it's just... Those are growing pains that all the northern teams have for softball and baseball, and it's weird how it works. Um, some some northern schools, if try and find a way around it, good old UNI was playing softball in their in their football dome. Uh, there's a pretty funny picture online on Twitter if you want to go find it. It's such a surreal sort of weird image. Um, obviously, we don't have anything like that around here, but um, the YSU women, the first game that they play at home is March twentieth. That's what I against, mean. That's, that's still a while against away. Against Kent State, and they have a lot of home games in a row. They'll be at home from the 20th to the uh, 17th, the 27th, with a lot of doubles that day, uh, like two two days, and um, so it's double headers. Double header. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't figure out two days. You're thinking of yeah, football practice. Yeah, listen, man, I'm a football guy. I'm two days all the time. Let's just hope the snow clears up before then. Yeah, by March. Yeah, who knows? The, who knows? The, in there'd Ohio. be softball games because I I would I used to run the scoreboard at them where. 
where there's I think there's a rule where it has to be 32 or higher for them to get the game off. And we'd have <laughs> no like five, five weather apps pulled up looking for the one that says 33 degrees or something. And believe me, uh, some of those games, it's 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 cold out there and it's worse inside that that press box because it's all concrete it keeps all the cold air in and there's well, a heater it. but it, it's not very good i'm very excited to call these games down this concrete box that you're describing oh it's it's not at least at least <laughs> if you're out at eastwood covering the baseball team you're in an actual press box I'm, in a minor league baseball facility i'm a, I'm a warm body you see I, I i think i should be okay a little cooler like a little bit of ac a little cold on me i think i'll be all right but I'm excited, man. I can't wait to call these games for these games for the women. Like I said, first home game is going to be the 20th. So, and uh, very exciting. What you, what you got over there? If we just uh, Barry won himself another award. Oh, another he award. He earned the, let's pull this up. Uh, Madness High Major Conference Player of the Week. Good for him. On College Sports Madness. Yes. Heck yeah, good for him. Yeah, so another another little decoration, another little uh, thing for him to add to his uh, growing number of awards and honors that he's received. Uh, if we just want to briefly talk about soccer. Sure, we can touch um, on that real quick. They have, the season started up they, soon. They have four spring games. And the first one, I guess, I think it's against like a Canadian club or something. It's not even against like a college. Yeah, Toronto Freeze. Yeah. I, I believe that's a club. Um, but they're an interesting team, too, because they're returning bulk of their team and Coach Shroom, it's his second year of the program, um, so I'm excited to see how they play. They've they've been having some injury issues. Uh, there's several players haven't been practicing, and one of them's one of their players is on the track team. Uh, but I think it'll be interesting t- just to go outside and and watch some soccer again. Because listen, as much as I love Beagley, you you get sick of being in there all winter. You just want to go outside and get some fresh <laughs> air. How hot it while. is. Oh, let, let's talk about how Beagley. Were you guys at the Milwaukee game? The Milwaukee it men's game where it was like a no. sauna in there. Oh. Coach, coach was complaining about yeah. it. He's like, he's like, he even made a good. comment about it after the game. Yeah, he was. It was hot, dude. I was very fortunate to not be at that one. It was, uh, it was toasty. Beagley is a strange little facility. <laughs> I mean, we had the roof leak and we had a, a scoreboard malfunction, and then the past few weeks, the, there's. There's uh, the media room down in the basement, and it's like a furnace in there. It's yeah, we, we've been refusing to sit yeah. in the media room because it's been so hot. We were sitting on the steps. We've been calling it the cool people's table because I mean it's it's a little cooler. Yeah. But you know, the Jam Bar sports people are pretty cool people. Not gonna lie, we're we're pretty awesome. I missed that one. No, you were there. Don't even lie. You you were there. No, I, I missed the part where we were cool. Oh, we're, we're cool when we we've go to always, work. We've always been cool. We've always been cool. Look at us. Whoosh. <laughs> yeah, we went over my head for two seconds. Nah, see, we're we're cool people. Don't let anybody tell you wrong. All right. When is Dom and Joshua Fitch going to so, join us? So Dom, they will not be joining us today. We're almost done. Actually, we're going to wrap up. I soon. mean, like, are they going to join us in the future? Dom, Dom has class. Josh oh, was well. tired. Josh works some stupid hours for oh. the TV people. He works like midnights. So he he'll, he'll minger like wander in like one eye practically like, closed. like a zombie. Yeah. So. He'll be in every so often, but we're we're gonna rely on you to make this a three people show, three person oh, show. Boy. Yeah, you better be here. No listen, more. No that, more. That means I'm I can't sick. take that. Well, that, listen, I was sick. Uh, uh, but what, what if you know? Sometimes it's good to take like a mid afternoon nap. Naps. <laughs> listen. Th- th- no, we probably I, only I, have hard, a few minutes hard left. Hard agree. Hard agree on naps. Naps like. Every workplace should have like half hour naps. If you look, no, there's like scientific research that studies if you take a nap, you are more productive if you take a half hour nap than if you don't. Like, like you could extend the workday a half hour, include a half hour nap, and it would include productive. It would increase productivity. Uh, and I think in a lot of work office environments, it's a really weird thing. Like, 
Look it up. It, it's a real thing. If you take naps, it will increase no, your it's, productivity. It's, it's true. We trust you, Rob. See, this guy's smart. He's a smart guy. He knows more than I'm a just... business major, so. Yeah, he's, yeah. What the heck? It's You're about s- time we have a smart guy on the podcast. So, <laughs> so we, we have a business marketing management major with a minor in history who's, who's a <laughs> photographer that writes for two newspapers. Yeah. There's something real bizarre about that. I think but you I'll fa- take it. I think you found your calling. I think, yeah, but you have to be bizarre to work anywhere. You have to. Let, you know what? That's the thing about life. It, you, you don't know where you're going to go, especially in college. You, you're This is a good time in your life to, to try out some things and see what you like and what That's you true. don't like and see what you're good at and see what you're not good at. So, It's a good testing ground. It is. Well, I think that's a pretty fantastic way to start of the show. Does anybody want to wrap up with anything real quick? Any quick snide remarks? Anything to plug? Or March the 2nd, 6 o'clock, Youngstown State playing at the Beagley Center against Cleveland State. Please come out and support Pack this team. the gym. And I believe the 5th or the 6th would be the women's home playoff game. That hasn't been completely set in stone yet. So yeah, none of it's official. We that. will let you know. We yes. will let you know if it's official. But it we'll... is official. March the 2nd, 6 o'clock. Come out on senior night and, and support your Penguins. Listen, uh, that could be a big game depending on what happens these next two games. That could be the game that pushes them into a home playoff seed. So they, they, they need your support. And I encourage you. It's fun for the whole family. Um, come out and support your Penguins. They're they're just they're just a solid team. They're fun. I agree. Come on down, everybody. You, you gotta love. You gotta support. Come your, on, your come hometown. on down and, and see the the Jambar sports staff. In That's action. right. Uh, follow me on Twitter underscore Brian Yager and go read my feature story on McKenna Peters. It's really yes. good. And then the upcoming one on Quiz. Correct. Yes. yes quiz that will be, be done this week. Oh, that's exciting. One of the great. One of the best freshmen in the area yes. in Horizon yes. League play. So that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, listening to the Eagle Review. You can catch the Jamcast on Friday at uh, 2 o'clock as well. And if you did miss today's show, thank you for listening on Anchor and on all the podcasts. You can catch the Political Wins um, that was on an hour before us. You can also catch my show um, on Thursdays from 1 to 3, The Shuffle, Extreme Music Diversity. But nonetheless... Hope everyone has a great day. Enjoy the rest of the day. And go Penguins. Sayonara. Go Sayonara. Sports.